Is this frequency in use? Welcome to Southgate Vibes, a selection of the latest stories direct from Southgate Amateur Radio News. I'm Steve Richards, Golf 4 Hotel Papa Echo, and in this podcast, you're going to hear my personal picks of what is happening in amateur radio and the wider world of communications. Whether you're just starting out in ham radio or an experienced operator spinning around the spectrum for those rare and sometimes strange signals, I hope you'll find something to entertain you here. Welcome to Southgate Vibes. Thank you for joining me again for another look at what's happening in the communications world, especially what radio amateurs have been up to. You're tuned to podcast number 82. And a quick hello to my old friend Mike, Echo Alpha 7 Juliet Victor Zulu, previously of Cornwall and now checking the Rioja supply in his new location on the south coast of Spain. I worked Mike last night on 40 metres and he was a blistering signal on the Royal Signals net despite an annoying military data station on the frequency. That station uses the mode Link 11 and is sometimes double sideband and sometimes single sideband. I'm sure the military can go wherever they want to in our pressure spectrum, and the amateur bands are an easy place to land. But it's jolly annoying too when your amateur band is being carved up by such a wide signal. Anyway, over in the United States of America, a new beacon has been established to explore the performance of frequencies in the 40 MHz range. Hopefully, enthusiasts will learn much about how propagation in this 8-metre segment compares to the existing amateur radio bands at 6 metres and 10 metres. The United States National Society, the ARRL, reports that a new experimental station, Whiskey Lima 2 X-ray Uniform Papa, is transmitting WSPR, or Whisper, on 40.662 MHz in the 8-metre band. WSPR is a digital mode designed to operate at marginal signal levels over great distances. The ARRL says that Whiskey Lima 2 X-ray Uniform Papa is an FCC Part 5 experimental station operated by Lynn Holcomb, November India 4 Yankee in the state of Georgia. It's licensed to operate with up to 400 watts effective radiated power between 40.660 MHz to 40.700 MHz. A 2019 petition for rulemaking asked the FCC to create a new 8-metre amateur radio allocation on a secondary basis. The petition suggests the new band could be centred on an industrial scientific medical segment somewhere between 40.51 and 40.70 MHz. The spectrum between 40 and 41 MHz is currently allocated to the federal government and as such within the purview of the National Telecommunications and Information Administration. ARRL member Michelle Bradley, Kilo Uniform 3 November of Maryland, filed the petition on behalf of REC Networks, which she founded, and described in the petition as a leading advocate for a citizen's access to spectrum, including amateur radio spectrum. 
You could read the full ARRL story at www.arrl.org forward slash news and just search for 8 Metre Experimental Station. If you want to see whether your signals are making it to Iceland, the National Society there has established a third web SDR receiver, which is accessible on the internet. It seems that the new location is pretty imposing, and the station features a substantial antenna system too. A new Kiwi SDR remote receiver in Iceland covers all of the amateur HF bands from 160 to 10 metres. The Icelandic National Radio Society, IRA, reports that the Kiwi SDR receiver was removed from its original location last April and has been stored ever since by Erling Tango Foxtrot 3 Echo. However, on July the 30th, it was moved to a new location. The location is a mountain in the southwest of Iceland, known for cross-country skiing and hiking. The receiver is now located inside a heated house and uses a 70-metre-long wire antenna for the amateur bands from 160 to 10 metres. The counterpoise kit from the Ultimax 100 antenna is being used to lower the virtual resistance at the feed point. IRA members Ari Tango Foxtrot 1 Alpha and George Tango Foxtrot 3 Golf Zulu made the trip to the mountain and completed the installation. They believe that the current installation should ensure the smooth operation of the receiver on the mountain. The URL of the new SDR is bla.utvarp.com. That's Bravo Lima Alpha. Uniform Tango Victor Alpha Romeo Papa.com. And there are two other Kiwi SDR receivers active already in Iceland. The IRA says thanks to Ari, TF1A, and George, TF3GZ, for their valuable contribution. This is an important new facility for radio amateurs who experiment with these frequency ranges, as well as listeners and anyone interested in propagation of radio waves. Also, thanks must go to Erling, Tango Fox 3 Echo, for keeping the receiver safe since last April. For more information about the new SDR, go to the IRA pages tinyurl.com forward slash IARU hyphen Iceland. You're listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a comment or a question, pop us over an email. Our address is vibes at southgatearc.org. That's vibes at southgatearc.org. You never know, we might feature your message in a future edition. It probably wasn't a good idea when a New Zealand citizen decided to install a fully working police radio set in his personal vehicle. The regulator has come down on him like a ton of bricks. If only there was some explanation for why he did it. Recently, New Zealand's regulator, RSM, standing for Radio Spectrum Management, successfully brought charges against radio operator Moko Turner, who was found guilty of possessing an unrestricted two-way radio. The prohibited radio was found in Mr Turner's vehicle by police officers during a routine pullover. On further analysis, the prohibited radio had police frequencies programmed into the unit and was able to transmit on police channels. 
Mr Turner appeared in Wangarai District Court and was found guilty of charges under the Radio Communications Act 1989. It is illegal for any person apart from New Zealand police to transmit on police channels. Unsolicited radio communications can cause serious harm and put officers and the New Zealand public in danger. Radio Spectrum Management takes a very serious stance against those who disrupt or cause interference to police or other emergency services. As you've heard me say before, the German regulator BNETSA is one of my favourites because they tackle cases of radio frequency interference straight on, including trouble being caused to the amateur bands. This is unlike many other European regulators who seem to be disinterested in pollution of the spectrum or perhaps driven by commercial interests not to take action. Well, once again, the Germans have been the first to act when another badly designed and quite possibly bogus device turns up. The Irish Radio Transmitters Society reports that devices called Vasamatrix, sold by a Swiss company of the same name, have been identified as the source of interference at around 144.015 MHz right across Europe. The manufacturer claims that the device will vitalise, structure and energise water, thus making drinking water healthier and curing a wide range of diseases, from oncologic and virologic to orthopaedic ailments. Following complaints, those devices have now been banned from sale in Germany after an investigation by the local communications regulator BNETSA. Complaints included direct identification of these devices near Frankfurt Airport. The devices use an unstable power oscillator around 144.015 MHz with a wide noise skirt and produce 20 watts output power for a period of over 5 minutes. Strong harmonics can be heard at 288 and 432 MHz. For the user of the water purifier, this translates into a calculated electromagnetic field exposure of about 28 volts per meter, which is enough to possibly upset a heart pacemaker. You are listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. It's all about radio and the wider world of communications. I picked out some of the latest stories from Southgate Amateur Radio News, and you can find a lot more by going to southgatearc.org. We've reported several times on the dog's dinner that seems to be the allocation of prefixes down in the Falkland Islands and its near dependencies. Just when you thought it couldn't get more messy and complicated, news rolls in that the situation is still not resolved and confusion continues to reign. Alan Victor Kilo 6 Charlie Quebec reports that due to an oversight in the new communications legislation recently introduced in the Falkland Islands, the Victor Papa 8 callsign prefix no longer applies to the former Falkland Islands dependencies, that's the Antarctic Peninsula, South Shetlands, South Orkneys, South Georgia and the South Sandwich Islands. This impasse has been going on since 2017, when the Falklands government abruptly stopped issuing Victor Papa 8 licenses to de-expeditions and other amateurs wishing to operate from the Antarctic, South Georgia and so on. 
The logical solution will be to allocate new prefixes to the former dependencies, and the strongest candidates would be Victor Papa Zero for the British Antarctic Territory because several nations already use Zero to indicate an Antarctic station. For example, Victor Kilo Zero, Delta Papa Zero, and Hotel Foxtrot Zero. And then to use Zulu Delta Zero for South Georgia and the South Sandwich Islands, because it is the southernmost of Britain's mid Atlantic territories, the others being Zulu Delta 7, Zulu Delta 8, and Zulu Delta 9. Both of these prefixes are available and have never been allocated before. They're eminently suitable for these locations, and probably what most DXs would prefer. Note that British Antarctic Territory and South Georgia and the South Sandwich Islands are separate British Overseas Territories, and therefore each requires its own separate prefix. The Falkland Islands Communications Regulator has never invited any public consultation on this matter. Nevertheless, Victor Papa Zero and Zulu Delta Zero have been previously suggested to them as the logical choices for these rare DX locations. Unfortunately, these suggestions seem to have fallen on deaf ears. Instead, it's now rumoured that the Falklands government is about to revive a defunct Caribbean prefix, Victor Papa IV, which was formerly Trinidad and Tobago, and apply it to two separate British territories in the Antarctic by subdividing the suffix. Victor Papa IV Alpha would be used for South Georgia and the South Sandwich Islands, and Victor Papa IV Bravo for the Antarctic Peninsula, South Orkneys and South Shetlands. If you think that resurrecting a defunct Caribbean prefix for use in the Antarctic and subdividing the suffix is a really bad idea and wish to lobby for a proper solution with new prefixes to be implemented, you should contact the Falkland Islands government officials as soon as possible and make your sentiments known. The relevant email addresses are regulator.telecoms at sec.gov.fk and headoflegalservices at sec.gov.fk. Alan Victor Kilo 6 Charlie Quebec says that if the worldwide amateur radio community shouts loudly enough, we just might get a couple of new prefixes and a satisfactory resolution to this ongoing five-year-old stalemate. Well, that's it for this time. You've been listening to Southgate Vibes, stories about amateur radio and the world of communications from Southgate Amateur Radio News. You can find these stories and many more daily reports at our website, southgatearc.org. Don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch by sending an email to vibes at southgatearc.org. So until next time, this is Steve Richards, G4 Hotel Papa Echo, signing off and wishing you best 7-3.